0: I'm Gray Holder here with my co host Tara Connolly. Hello. And Mike Connolly. Hello. And happy new year. I guess it's already been the new year, so I don't need to say happy new year. It's still, you know what? It's still the new year. You know what? Hey, it's still,
1: you're not as sick as you were on the first of the (laughs) year. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that episode, So you're sort of back. So it's sort of your new year.
0: Yeah, it was, you can probably still hear it in my voice a little bit, but it's mostly gone. And that was miserable. Sorry, I didn't even bud. want to listen to noise. What? That's crazy.
2: It makes me feel better when I'm sick. I feel like it loosens phlegm. Yeah,
0: knocks you around a little bit. Yeah,
2: you got to get a low rumble. Just really get that, that brain and the sinuses vibrating.
0: Well, it's a good thing that I do want to listen to noise now because we're talking about a classic noise tape. And I've also been listening to some noise in the form of recent listening.
1: Heck yeah, it is an exciting episode today as we are talking about an absolute classic, one of all of our very favorite tapes on one of our favorite labels. So we are amped to discuss Hydra power today oh, from 1996. Yeah. But before we get into it, as Grey referenced we got to talk about some mm-hmm. recent listening. Gray, you have a list going there, so we and the listeners would like to hear what the heck you've been listening to.
0: It's a funny thing. Once I kind of got back in the zone and started putting things on again, I have decided that, you know, New Year's resolution, whatever, I'm, I'm kind of bad. I usually keep a stack nearby of my recent listening, and then when we do these episodes, I have to go, what did I listen to? I... I can forget things. So I've been writing things down as I listen to them, Mm. which both makes what I pick a little bit different and being able to like catalog it is a nice thing to see kind of the exact order I played things in, what I tried to alternate or what mood I was in on what day. So I'm also keeping track of it by day, which is fun.
1: Listeners. Let's all get excited and see how long Gray does this for. Oh, it might I be like one wait. more week. We'll what see. do you think? Yeah, let's see. <laughs> I'm excited. It. I would love it if it, you did this the entire year.
2: Noise uh, me diary. Too.
1: Me too. Dear <laughs> noise diary. I
0: started <laughs> a new book. We'll I, I got like a new notebook that I, I broke in by writing down mm. the self-titled mortar cassette on Slaughter Productions.
1: There you go. Ooh. Heck yeah. Great first love tape that. to throw down.
0: Yeah, and it it just got reissued by Menstrual Recordings on CD, I believe, so you can track this one down. I threw in the tape, which is fantastically packaged in the slaughter way of dark paper, and then there's like a gold paper with another smaller piece of artwork glued onto it. It just looks really nice. And Mortar being the side project of Moreno Dadasso of Murder Corporation, so... You might think you know what to expect from this, but you don't. It's yeah, it's, it's different. definitely different. A lot of weirder, ambient, stranger sounds, stuff that I I definitely wouldn't normally be expecting to hear when I think of that. But the variety that you find in something like Murder Corporation is still there, but the the treatment of sounds is a lot different. And there's a lot of maybe more experimentation or maybe even sort of playfulness in this. Not in a fun and playful way, but you can just feel that there's ideas brewing and things are being tried out and they stick. It's very Maybe cool. Maybe a little more
1: loose, giving himself more opportunity loose. to try some different mm. stuff out. It's a great, it's a
0: great project, yeah. 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 I mean, you know how we feel about murder corporations. So. And then I put on a tape from I'm not sure if the project is finished, but it's on the Finnish label Sata Tuhata. And it's Coral Shut Ramshackle CD. And this threw me into that sort of mania scrap metal zone. Just good scraping junk atmosphere. Really awkward, harsh, nasty blasting. And then there's also nice layers of yeah ambiance. The, the room you're in, the pile of junk you're in. Um, I this is my first exposure to the project, and I'm excited to hear more of this. I need to check it out. There's another tape on Satatuhata, I believe.
1: I a I love that you're going into the pronunciation going that rules, it, yeah. and b we have that CD as well and haven't gotten around to it, but now definitely Not make yet, a but that point. That description
2: sounds great
1: to throw that on ASAP.
0: Yeah, good one. And then back in the Slaughter Zone, actually, the next two. Surprise, surprise. Immortal Agony, Orgasmic Act 1 through 12, or 1 slash 12. This is a weird one. This is a Emmanuel Lago from Tombstone in a different project, different name. And it's all over the place of kind of one of the things I really like about 90s noise tapes, especially in this realm, the European stuff. There's, there's no rules. I'm not sure what's going on. There's sounds I would never use, think, decisions I would never make, Italian decisions, I guess, but just all over the place, weird, dark, some sampled or pre existing music mixed in with distortion, vocals, freakouts, uh, cool tape.
1: That's yeah. not one we know. Not at all.
0: Yeah, I like Tombstone, so I I had actually picked this one up fairly, you know, sometime in the last year. And yeah, a different sound than Tombstone. Another project that the tape kind of blew me away is Runes Order Room 39, also on Slaughter. If you could tell, I was going through some A five tapes. It's just grabbed grabbed a stack and threw them on. There's one more actually still sitting by the tape deck that I haven't put on yet. So maybe I'll write it down for next week's episode, Uh,
1: dude. Starting it week two. Keep a pencil next to
2: your notebook.
0: I do actually have a a Stadler Mars clipped to my notebook. Listen to that. That's how it happens. Room 39 is a C90 of runes order doing their most tangerine dream. It is two, two titles, one per side, but there's so many different movements or tracks within it. And it is cosmic synth. There's melody, there's sci-fi sound warp. There's atmosphere, there's drones, there's arpeggios, there's rhythms, there's drum machine. There's some, crude maybe hand-triggered drum machine or like questionable drum machine decisions but it all feels really good and feels in that tangerine dream sort of way or maybe even like peter bauman like side project style thing definitely dig this one and it's long you are you are feeling it when you're listening to this 90 minute because these these sides go and it's continuous really fun to throw on and listen to and I've got so much stuff. See, writing it down means you're going to hear way more reason listening from me because I don't it. forget hey, things.
2: Way ahead.
0: I'm loving it. I pulled out an oldie, but a goodie that I hadn't listened to in, I don't know, a few years for sure. Music for Bondage Performance. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> this, I've talked before about the Prosperity of vice, the Misfortune of Virtue being sort of one of the CDs that really got me into masami's work and it it has a lot of parallels to this that that more austere strange atmospheric it's harsh it's nasty but it's not the harsh assault of it's like the relapse era stuff it's a lot more strict and focused on atmosphere and punishment and frequency and tone and these tracks are all really cool. I mean, I feel like most of our listeners have probably heard this one, but if you haven't, throw it on on Extreme.
1: Of course, it's mm-hmm. an absolute classic.
0: And last but not least, I got to see this person play when I was at the Luff Festival in Switzerland, and we traded CDs. At least I hope I gave them one. My merch was in like a trailer somewhere. Uh, Karen Aurora, Wormwood Scrubs on Tordon the and this, I feel like, would have paired very nicely after the uh, coral shut. Corral shut. I don't know. Not sure on the pronunciation on that one, but a good mix of electronics, junk fields, all kinds of stuff. It's fairly on the short side. It's like thirty-four minutes or something, which is a great length for a CD. Really, it's like my attention span. Works so two shorter tracks and then a like a 17 18 minute track on there. But uh, have seen Karen play a few times when he was based out of Los Angeles. But the live set that I saw at Luff was not like this at all, it was uh, like quad channel modular insanity, which was also very, very brutal. Cool disc, and uh, happy to have thrown this one on Connolly's kind of after my extended list of stuff here what have you been listening to
1: well i want to say i love your extended list of stuff and excited to hear what next week and what
2: gets written down and you know i i understand how like you you can think you know something said and then once you're on the record you're like is it corral shoot is it coral shut what what is this? And, you know, I had that feeling a moment ago as I picked up a crumb that I thought was from a cheesy cracker from the table and I ate it and discovered that it was pine scented candle wax. And I'm telling you, it's a very intense thing that's going on in my mouth right now. So recent snack, piece of candle, uh, really intense, extreme, extreme snack. Do not try this uh, lightly.
0: I witnessed it. It it did not seem very fun. No. Shocking.
2: You would think I would have learned my lesson by now. Have never learned that lesson.
0: No, no, no lessons.
2: We'll eat random things and be surprised every time.
1: No lessons will ever be learned. A lot of our listening this week has been dedicated to some label stuff and some masters. So we will keep our lips sealed on that. But I will say that. If you're interested in the main album we're doing today, you will be interested in some of the masters and sounds and projects we have been listening to this week. So that's what I'll say about that. That's been the main listening, but there's been a few other things as well. One of the highlights has to be Legion of
0: Hell by the Grey Wolves. I don't know this one.
2: It's so good. And so, it's so surprising. Like well, they do these, there's elements that are really unexpected. And, and I think that the gray wolves, you know, does that so well in yeah. terms of choosing a sample that you wouldn't expect using a certain electronic sound. You wouldn't expect mixing at a pace that you wouldn't expect. And this one certainly is, is just so unusual, but just sits perfectly.
1: Yeah. It's that, organ type sound they do use and have used on on certain Mm -hmm. things the side b is a side long track 30 minutes drum machine organ sound it's just one of those that we've had forever and has always been one of my favorite gray wolves and every time we listen to it like tara says it surprises us like, with
2: wow. I did not think they do that. Even though there. we've listened to it a million yeah. times, it's, yeah, it's still so one of those good. that
1: every time you hear it, you're like,
2: Oh wow. Yeah.
1: This. You know? So it, it has that great re- Oh wow,
2: candle X. I was yeah, hoping for yeah. crunchy
1: cracker. Yeah. It has that, but great, it's a way
2: better surprise.
1: Exactly. <laughs> that great repeat listening that pull it out once a year or so. Yeah. And you for, you remember in your brain what the vibe is, but then you're always surprised every year. Every few months that you pull it out.
2: Yeah, like I was in the other room. I'm like, oh, it's that gray wolves.
1: Yeah. It's that one.
2: Immediately yeah. you know yeah. it. It's it's remarkable. I, I really love that release. Mm-hmm.
0: There's a couple that are like that for me too. The like they're just the ones when you throw them on, it's it's like a, a comfortable blanket or you know, an old blanket yeah. or yeah. something. It's like this this one. Judgment and incarceration uh, are mm-hmm. like I was that.
1: about to say judgment. Yeah. I would put judgment alongside of Legion of Hell. I think they yeah. match really well together. I would say it's in in a zone together in some way. And I absolutely was about to say Judgment is one of those other ones that you could just throw on yeah, all Excellent. day. And then we did get the final three Murder, Seven Inches and sat down and listened to the entire new series, the eight that are in the yeah, Return series. It was a great night of putting them on, flipping them, reading about the... Cases in each one, thinking about murder thinking about it exactly. So, when to when you say you listen inch. to them,
0: you mean you, you play to all of them, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. Yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. We started with the Lasuria from so from the new series started with the Lesuria and then went through into the Perient and it's so genius because the Perient being the final one is it's about. Christopher Scarver, who murdered Jeffrey Dahmer, so it's the murderer murdering the murderer is the final mm-hmm. right. The, the, <laughs> it all ends with the murderer being murdered by the by another murder. You know, so it is a great series, a great return, and great to get to now hear all of it. So, really, what we need to do this week is sit down and go from Hangman's Orgasm all the way oh, that's to a great current. Idea. So that will be the next zone the murder series gotta do it and speaking of murder i don't know how i really just want to talk about the idaho murders case but you know that'll be that'll be for another day that'll be that'll be a there'll be a you know maybe the third murder series we can do each of
2: us reading articles to each other from each end of the couch
1: so that is what's been going on over here and now what's about to go on is power by hydra
0: I love this release. Yes. Mm -hmm. Hydra, the project of Greg Scott uh, of Final Solution, uh, who passed away September 9th, 2003. Rest in peace, Greg Scott. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, Michael Nine is also doing a call for information about Greg Scott for an archival and documentation project that he's doing.
2: On hydra-project.info, Michael Nine has a call for submissions listed, and, and I'll just read for that, uh, and this is the recently updated from September 22 version. Sometime after Greg's passing, I decided that I'd like to somehow collect all of his recordings as Hydra and release them on a CD with a booklet. I tried getting in contact with as many people that I knew were friends of his. I received a few responses, but the overall lack of replies and or interest was a little disheartening. I understand how we all have to deal with grief and death in our own ways, and I completely respect that. 19 years have passed now, and some of that original energy has returned, or maybe enough time has passed and feelings are finally settling. I know for myself that I've gone through every possible emotion about Greg's death, so I'm pretty sure others have experienced this too. I do ask myself if I'm doing this for Greg or for myself, and I'm pretty clear my thinking that the promise I made to myself to do this is more for me. Greg was extremely talented, creative, kind, generous, and had a huge heart. So honestly, it's for him as well. A thank you of sorts for being a great friend. Having had the opportunity to meet him in this existence, I do treasure it as one of the highlights of my life. I'm looking for quality, high-resolution scans of pictures, articles, etc. of Greg. Also, any and all personal written stories, accounts, experiences, audio recordings, and moments shared. I would like To include everything that is submitted, and these can all be sent anonymously if so desired, or full credit for the submissions is an option as well. So I thought that that was such a touching tribute. And, you know, we all cherish our friendships that we've had in this life, and truly meeting somebody in the underground is like, you know, meeting another part of yourself because you're meeting someone else who maybe doesn't fit in somewhere. Or in the same way that you don't fit in somewhere, so the connections you can make are just so special at times. And I really respect Michael Nines' will to make a tribute for this friendship that he experienced. And reading his words really, really touches me, and you know, also excites me uh, about revisiting the Hydra project and Greg Scott's work. I've I've always been such a fan of anal test.
1: Oh yeah. And we did a seven inch, seven on inch Patreon and absolutely uh one of Tara's and all of ours, but yeah. Tara specifically. on, Xerxes. on Tara. I mean, it, it's so colorful. Well,
2: oh, sorry. On XN of anal test on XN. And it, it's just so colorful. It's so iconic. I love the veracity. I love the intensity. Uh, I, I like how uh, vicious it can be. And, it has always just been such an exciting project, and I know that we're all just thrilled to talk about power right now.
1: Yes, and Michael nine will, will have stayed with Greg during his tour that's documented in the Death Squad North American tour book that we're going to read from throughout this episode as well. And then on the extra segment today, we're going to talk about the Death Squad book as well as a couple other things we're going to reference and the importance of documentation, especially back then how Um, important it was and important for us to have this documentation now as we can look back on history. But boy, looking back on 1996 hit and play and force is what comes on the speakers. I'm pretty sure I wrote the word yes more times (laughs) on my notes than I have on anything we've listened to. It's just, yes, 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 yes. I was just writing it. Nonstop, I'm pretty much every. Gray, I think you'll agree.
2: You know how, like, when Mike gets so excited that he he he's just like can't stop vibrating and is just talking really rapidly and <laughs> just kind of bouncing around. Uh, it, it's one of these situations. No,
1: currently. I've never seen that.
2: No, you've never seen that. Well, oh, I, was, no.
1: I was mostly saying yes, yes. I, I wouldn't say I was necessarily trying to have a conversation, but I even said to you, I said, "Look, my I am so excited that." <laughs> If you have to confirm if I hear things no. that you say, because yeah. I'm having a conversation in my no head. There's no way
2: you would have heard anything I said. <laughs> <laughs> i not even trying at that point.
0: <laughs> this is one that when it was suggested we talk about, I listened to it. And in the past 24 hours, I think I have hit play on it. Yeah. Four times. Yes. <laughs> so I feel very comfortable with this release now. And, You know, not my first time hearing it. Of course. Either, but really nice to settle into and get and just enjoy this collection, which has, you know, again, Bloodlust 1996. And then in 2008, there was a remastered version released on CD. And yeah, pressing play and hearing force that, that drone. buzzing layer and then the feedback it's it's classic
2: and what a master of feedback i was so excited yeah. about especially on force it's like it's like greg can control feedback uh it's just like a beautiful smooth loop but you know i just kept thinking of the word like potent like this yes. feedback is so uh potent and and when the vocals finally come in the effects on the vocals they affect me because they're buried but they're also that same potency and they're far away and you know just the things that he's saying like I'll show the world uh you you know I'm I'm just a piece of shit i want to get rid of you get rid of me and it's all just kind of running together and this stream of consciousness of just pure dark misanthropy and uh it's really it's really uh something to behold
1: i don't need no friends i don't need no fucking buddies man nihilistic lyrics vocals all we need is force
2: ah <laughs> oh, the
1: nihilistic lyrics and delivery just Perfect. And yeah, Terry, like you said, that feedback, this is the PE that will forever fill my blood with pure excitement. And
2: even the lyrics they've gotten to, it's like they've gotten to the other side of frustration. They've gotten to the other side of resentment and now it's just cold. Yeah. I don't need nobody, man. And it's, and it's great. And you know, I think if you have ever or maybe I'll just speak for myself. If I'm going through a frustrated point and I'm irritated at something, I want to get to that other part, to the other side, where it doesn't affect me, and I can just be like, "That's behind me. I don't even give a shit now."
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the your goal. problem.
2: Exactly. Fuck yeah, all
1: we need is force <laughs> the rawness of it and the liveness mm-hmm. of it whether or not it is 100% live or it's just that that feel that you are live in the moment. We are going to get to some live tracks later. This is one of the studio yeah, I tracks.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think Hydra feels so in the moment. Oh, like yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah. The, the delivery of the vocals, the delivery of lyrics, the mixing of them into the electronics, I, I do feel like all of these present this just... Moment in time, you know, where where just a, there's a human laid bare,
1: and that and you said distant, and that's something that I love about especially early eighties PE. That I call it the distant sound. Condom does this definitely. Parts of White House and Hydra definitely does it. It has that distance. You're you're you're. You can't quite Mm -hmm. reach it. It's far away, but it's in, but it's also up front, but it's also far away. It's so hard to explain. And when that New York accent comes through, ah, it's just that thing that you can't recreate. It just is. And, oh, I just love it.
0: I like how the vocals start off early in the, in the piece. you know distant unintelligible it's hard it's really hard to decipher what's going on, but by the time we hit that three minute mark, they burst yeah. out and it's yeah, up yeah, yeah. front ah, uh, we don't need you, just die,
1: yeah, oh, I love it so much it you know, and that's the thing, and that's that's the thing about great pilot Connects. you know we're we are the joy and excitement and the excited. Feelings that you get from this is all part of PE. It's everything. And, it, and to me, the greatest stuff, I've said this a million times, mm-hmm. is everything. It fills you with intensity and darkness, but also excitement and exuberance and joy. Yeah. That to me is everything.
2: When we get to the second track, it, it that's when I was like, God, it's so psychological. Like, yes. Like Death's Dimension starts off with this, Throb, and it's just a hot throb with this low, low crumble, and but the the electronics are absolutely psychological.
1: On one hundred percent.
0: Yeah, I like the uh, my notes have a really strange descriptor, but the purring descent. There's that that yes. other sound outside of the throbbing bass that's going on, and this piece six minutes long just settles into its place and continues to propel you through it's like being digested it's just this like long miserable journey of sameness with subtle changes and especially after the more blatant power electronic style of force this is this piece is nice to it reminds you of what makes hydra so good is the variety in the styles and the sounds and approaches to tracks and those low pitched on vocals meeting
1: with the low throb. Mm.
2: Yeah. And and that Perfect. purr, I love that description as a purr. Cause it, it reminded me of, you know, a small motor, but the the sensation that I got that it was that it was going away. It's like this entire track is just moving away from you the entire time.
1: I wrote down, this is empty and hollow, but full. Again, that's the thing. It's the contradiction. I love that as it's the, it's the P.E. contradiction. Because yeah. there's an emptiness and a hollowness to it. But it's totally full and filling up the field. But I'm still staring into emptiness.
2: It's bleak.
1: It's the great contradiction that mm-hmm. P.E. and this type of P.E. offers. And you go from death's dimension into past
0: life recall we just ripped open the canvas. That shearing high end—it's just—it's overloaded. It's fuzzy, crude, and distorted at just the right parts, and those torturous vocals. And this made me think of the track title and of reliving miserable past existences, and and seeing all of that flash before you.
1: The raw electronics coding the yells and the yells are getting coded in something else. This is just happening in real time. This is pure raw, nasty power electronics.
2: And and this track especially feels like living through a moment, you know, Mm -hmm. just like absolutely just going through those feelings in a moment and and the feedback drops like missiles you know they're so aggressive
0: i wrote feedback comes in sheets like hissing rain
2: because <laughs> yes, percent. It, it,
0: it is it's these waves that just keep hitting you and hitting you and it's it's brutal the frequency range is really brutal the strange rhythmic punctuation of those pieces is mm-hmm really aggressive and yeah past life recall this this one was agony in the best way
2: and it's so crazy this was this first released it's bloodlust 15 and it was an edition of 50.
1: yeah all the bloodlust cassettes of this era are i think except for zero zero
2: is a hundred
1: yeah i think there's some other bloodlust but it's in the in the the a5 Mm -hmm. bloodlust with the covers like the we did last year those were all edition of 50 and yes, we have copies of the rape of angels, which was a zine newsletter that bloodlust put out in the nineties. And we were doing our historical research to try to figure out exactly when this tape Mm -hmm. came out. And from these newsletters, which came out once a month, we deduced that this came out sometime in April or may of 96 and from the deduction you can look at the catalog on the back of rape of angels and we have the bloodlust catalog and for the april 1996 issue the most recent bloodlust cassette you could pick up is bloodlust 14 the mangle click cassette so at this time just to put everything into perspective well I'll just list all the tapes up to this point. Some are already sold for out. A moment. Actually, I'll let you guys know what you couldn't have gotten at this point. It's <laughs> exactly. fun to think about, right? Okay. So we have the She Retina Stimulants Sublimate cassette.
2: Already sold out.
1: Already sold out. What came before She Retina Stimulants was a Solotroph solo cassette that's not part of the series. That was an edition 100. You could still pick that up. I have it. Well, the, well, well, you, you can we pick, pick it up You can yeah, get you us one Yeah, you
2: can get one for your pals
1: Bloodlust 3 was the Obe cassette, couldn't get that anymore Bloodlust 4, dead body Love, puke on my corpse, couldn't get that anymore Death pile, random acts of cruelty, sold out Atrax, autoerotic death Sold out, but would then get another issue in a clamshell with a remix on the mm. B s head Bloodlust 07, Pain Jerk transcription of Piss Angel one of my favorite Pain Jerk titles. Last few it says Mm-hmm. Solotrof sexual homicide. Last few MSBR Metal Disillusion. Last few so they were probably gone pretty quickly. K two Cathargo cassette Murder Corporation perforation cassette and Mangled Clit SS sixty six seventy two. So that was what was available A bunch in of April. By May, we got a couple additions: Bloodlust 15 Hydra Power cassette, and Bloodlust 16 Slogan Sacrifice unto <laughs> me. Heck yeah! Damn. The MSBR had sold out by the time yes. this one came out. So, by the deduction of the Rape of Angels, the Hydra tape came out sometime between. You can April at least order May it then, Yeah, ninety six. So. Again, the value of hard copy documentation from the 90s. Can't
0: underestimate it at all. No, it's so essential. And I love seeing those catalogs, but also just the sort of news updates and reviews and stuff in Rape of Angels. It's such a cool zine.
1: We're going to find out who else was on the incredible show from the live sets coming up. But before we get to those live songs, we got a strange track to sit in the middle
0: of power gun god time killer mix
1: it is a nine minute track that is a working of a sample for that entire
2: nine minutes a sample of from zardoz and a sample of a machine gun
0: exactly this is really a strange track there's some of the machine gun might be processed or muted because there is sort of a rolling bass part to it. Can't tell if that's just from the the processing or the tape or something else that was added, but the majority of this is that, that Zardoz sample and it's it's so strange.
2: But but truly the concept, like having the people named the brutals in in Zardoz, that's so power electronics.
1: I mean, look, I admit that as many movies as we've seen and as many movies that people consider to be bad movies I don't agree with them generally but this is one of those movies that people quote unquote consider to be a bad movie that I have actually never seen have you seen Zardoz Gray?
0: yes and no I haven't like sat and watched it but it's been it's been odd. it's like background watch right so oh it's, yeah it's, I
2: mean I've seen it at shows for yeah. sure and like it's Connery's outfit yeah and yeah.
1: all that is, I've never
2: watched it actually with audio
1: maybe it's time but yeah it's the sample keeps getting reworked and parts of it change and and it's from a whole thing so different parts of it are placed in different areas but it does keep going
2: for 9 minutes yeah
1: yeah it's an interesting thing to do at this point in a release to have a 9 minute sample based track that keeps going. It's the time
0: killer mix. It really
2: (laughs) really (laughs) is. Oh my god, that makes sense now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Really, really wild track. Yes. And it kills that time before we get to some incredible live tracks.
0: I wish I was at a Hydra show
2: at yeah. the bedroom in New York city.
1: Well, you definitely wish you were at this show because November
2: 8th in 1995, I will
1: read from the rape of angels, November, 1995. We know, we know this issue is very, very late November. The beginning of December have been insane. Our show with killer bug went very well. And thanks go to Hydra, and Mangle Clit for opening up the event. Oh, Hydra, Mangle Clit, and Killer Bug. Read what he
2: says about Kazumoto. Let's just quickly, yeah, yeah, I mean, let's just I quickly read about, about
1: Killer Bug set just because it's here. Kazumoto's set was blistering as anyone who saw his West Coast or East Coast shows would attest to. His vast array of pedals was awesome, particularly the envelope filter thanks to everyone who showed up and filled up the cozy little red
2: room. Oh, uh, can you imagine making that show? Uh, uh, and then I kind of can imagine it because the next three tracks are sick. They're yeah. so good. Yeah.
0: More control over that feedback on breakaway, yep. the wavering tone and that sort of crude electronics under it. I, these three live tracks give a really good portrait of what it must have been like. And they're varied while staying in the same zone or element. you know, they're, they're distinct, but it's very obviously Hydra. I love the
1: feedback and synth on breakaway. The no hurry style. It just feels like there's no hurry to get to the track. Mm-hmm. And, and this track is 10 minutes as is self-hatred that comes up after. I love that empty and brooding P E sound. And then when the vocals come in unaffected and yelled.
2: Yes. But it's like the yell of a medium sized room, you know, like it's, it's definitely, I mean, and I guess that's what the red room would be, right? A small to medium room. And it's just, it comes off as just the, the yelling in a room. And there's this almost cello like, sound that happens at one point where you get this like brief glimpse of something beautiful and peaceful, but it's just so overlaid with that metallic sizzle and that feedback and the air is cold, but the metallic sounds are hot. So you have that, you know, both things at the same time feeling and I thought breakaway was such a good title and concept for this track because it, it's like a wish and a command. I want to break away, telling someone else to break away. It works both ways.
1: Well and that's PE of this ilk and this style, the psychological effects of the words and the titles and the and the repeating of the titles and the, the multiple meanings mm-hmm. of everything. To me, that's what I look for in this PE. And I love at the end of this track with the how he says wasn't that incredible?
2: Wasn't that incredible? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and there's then, like two and people. And something
1: about like going to like. This many you could just, hey, if you want to go to show world, you know. So again, it's, it is that
2: thing. Go that to that Times th- Square. Go to show world.
1: Yes, I wish we could do that. I wish so badly that we could do that. I can't truly emphasize how badly <laughs> i wish it was 1996 and we were all yeah, seeing hydra and then we right. all go to show world afterwards it's all i dream about doing
2: 95 96. But, but even just
1: that like yeah wasn't that incredible right it's the it's the p like i said it fills you with all the emotions and all the different things from the intensity to laughter and it's not A joke, and it's not laughing at, but that's another thing that great art fills you with. It's you're just so exuberant that that's what comes out. And the best PE to me does that. It's not a joke. I don't laugh Mm -hmm. at things, but when it's a part of all the different aspects that a PE track or an album or a band looks at and examines psychologically that's absolutely part of it so that arrogance and that wasn't that incredible to me oh i i just love it so much and
2: but that's another thing we never get to explore you know it's it's not polite to be so arrogant and that's another thing that's so great oh, yeah. about it like totally there's no politeness fucking awesome you know yeah. what i mean like or uh, even just being like fuck you i don't want to be your buddy yeah like it's,
1: i i don't need no buddies man so, i love it it fills me with everything yeah but
2: there is a joy in getting to do that
1: absolutely there's total joy in that and then you then mix it with self-hatred it's everything mm-hmm. and that's pe to me it's everything self-hatred wow the synth is stuttering the vocals are swirling airy and nauseating oh
2: and that's the sixth track self-hatred is the sixth track
0: mm-hmm. that high synth and that it's just like general general malaise it's just a nasty nasty track to be within self-hatred as a song title, but also as a reference to so much of the concept of these Hydra tracks we see yeah. in here is not just some sort of uh, misanthropy, but a lot of self-loathing, self-hatred. I mean, away has it, force has it, past life recall feels it, self-hatred has it, I don't exist has it. It's, it's all there, this, this self-hatred, this self-loathing, this disgust with the outside world and the inside world.
1: Yeah,
2: absolutely. Exactly. The struggle that a human has with their internal spaces, the struggle that a human has with their external spaces. Again, that there's so many reasons to hate yourself, you know?
1: It's innumerable. You can hate yourself to the point where you don't exist. Boy, this live one, we while we kind of said breakaway has that no hurry, Feel to it, boy. I don't exist. Doesn't have that. It is full on thin electronics that grow
0: into total madness. That medium delay, buzzing, and just the the crude modulation of the whole thing. Yeah, I I know what you mean about the the no hurry. And this yeah. is this is not that. This is yeah. a decided step away from that. And the vocals so goddamn good on this track
1: (laughs) yeah yeah this is just totally
0: this
2: is my favorite track on the album uh probably i i just you know i i love this track so much it would just it makes me want to see this live like i'm just like i Uh, want to see this live does did
1: anyone film this Will you yep, reach out to us if you did? please send it to Michael
2: Nine if you did. Yes. Oh, yes. Actually, please, don't reach out to us. Actually, no. please. yeah. Michael Nine. Ignore us. Send it to Michael send Nine. Send it
1: right to Michael Nine.
2: Because this is so amazing. And then that hollow buzz is just so haunting and wild.
1: We've obviously mentioned Michael Nine a lot. We talked about the Hydra Project and talked about the Death Squad book.
2: That's what happens when you're a great documentarian. You will get mentioned a lot.
1: Absolutely. And I wanted to read from the Death Squad book. This is the first Death Squad book, and it discusses a show at Earwax Records that Hydra and Death Squad played together. I know I've mentioned this before because there's something in here that really hit me when I first read it, but it bears to be repeated. So this is from June 8th, 1997. So about a year after these three amazing live songs were recorded. Greg had contacted the Earwax record store to set up an in-store performance. Most of the people there were just regular customers and not there specifically for the show. It was horrifying to think about performing during the daytime in a tiny well-lit store. It wasn't possible to use any large projections during the performance. I tried, but it ended up being smaller than a television screen. The visuals were loops of an atomic blast intercut with babies poisoned by radiation. No one seemed to be interested in the performance or the visuals. It was just more gratifying to hang out with Greg and get out of the apartment. We both knew it was going to be pretty disappointing at the record store. The real reward from that show wasn't in the attendance or lack thereof, but in following it through to completion. That line to me is so incredible and sums up so much of Death Squad at this time, Mm -hmm. the tour. It was following it to completion. That was what it was. That's what he did with these tours, right? But that yeah. Isn't,
2: but that's the power. That's the superpower. I mean, how many times, you know, have, have you been at a show where if you can get excited to play for four people, it's it's like you just won. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and you can, and it's awesome. And it can still be like, like they're some of the most memorable shows when there's five people in the audience. If all five of those people are psyched or if all five of those people hate you, it's even more memorable. (laughs) You know, it's great. I was, I was watching an interview with a, a con artist and they were saying, you know, that's the thing about confidence. Nobody can ever tell if it's real or not. And they never will know. And you don't even know if it's real or not. And I love that idea. It's one of those things where it it blurs that line where just exhibiting it is enough.
1: Oh, you yeah. Know? Totally. It's, it's I
2: self-contradictory love that. in itself. You know, if you can, if you can exhibit it, does it matter if it's real or not? Then that makes it real.
1: Totally, totally. I I I know that interview. I love that. And, you know, Michael would stay with Greg a bunch throughout this tour. It would sort of be his home base on the East Coast. He'd go back and forth from Greg's so his relationship with Greg is so important that it's really important that the Hydra project is stays alive and that anyone hearing this who has anything pictures flyers Mm -hmm. anything please make sure to go to that we'll obviously have a link of it yeah and the there are page.
2: even there are even more charming anecdotes in the death squad book oh i mean the death squad recommend. book
1: is incredible we're going to discuss it a little bit over in the extra segment but well
0: when so you're talking, talking about the book you're talking about the 1997 north yeah, american yeah, tour documentation yes, 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 yes. not the second i mentioned that
1: there were two and i meant i mentioned that this was the 1997 one
0: yeah, this, this, there's also a great second book. And there's also, as I had mentioned in my recent listening some months ago, an audio book of the 1997 yeah. collected documentation, which if you want to hear this stuff in Michael Nye's own words, you, you can do.
1: So, so good. But before we get to that segment to discuss the great writing, we still got one more track. And I love the way this
0: track ends out power dead world excerpt and this is from the spastic sonics sessions so again there's some live tracks there's some stuff that was recorded in the studio and there is this sort of odd track that that didn't fit anywhere and i guess when i say anywhere i would have to imagine that it was recorded during the sessions for the neurology split between hydra and death squad from 1995
1: Right, mm-hmm. that's what we deduced as well. It's just this amazing low mud oppressive tone.
2: It's like a dull ache with dying flies.
1: I feel very few projects now have the gall to record tracks like this. I feel thankful that we work with one of those projects, Tara. Mhm. This is just an incredible way to finish this out.
2: Yeah. If you've ever had tooth pain, if you've ever had uh, an aching knee or ankle, uh, any, any one of those, just like not the stabbing pain, but the dull, dull pain and maybe punctuated with other discomfort, then you understand the track dead world.
0: Yeah. Perfect way to round out this CD or this album.
2: You know, and you were saying,
1: Gray, I can't remember which tape you were referencing in the recent listening about those things that, especially in the 90s, the decisions of leaving things in or how the approach was and how sometimes it's, you would second guess or third guess that and not do that. To me, this is one of those tracks that too many people would second guess Because it's so minimal, it's so cruddy, Mm -hmm. it's so just dead. I mean, it's truly dead. I'm so thankful that Greg Scott did not second-guess it, and that he just went right in, let's end power with Dead World, because it's perfect.
0: Yeah, actually, I think all three of the Slaughter tapes I mentioned have those moments on them, and that's, again, one of the reasons I love Slaughter is just that that certain quality that is uh uncapturable. Yep. hundred percent. It's 100%. just
2: evocative and minimal. And you know, when it's right in the pocket, just like this, it you're just in awe.
1: Yeah, I could listen to it all day. Just like I could listen to this entire release all day, Hydra, power. At the Anal Test, seven inch split with Death Squad, handful of things, small discography, which is always very small. Nice to be able to look at, and hopefully we can come up with some more recordings from live shows. Hopefully we can see some more pictures, get more of a look at the world of Greg Scott and Hydra, because it's truly one of the greatest worlds that we are privy to and get to experience by listening to Power. Just an incredible release. So, thank you, Greg Scott, for this and all of your work. And thank you, Michael Nine, for talking about Greg in the book and keeping Greg alive with the Hydra project and trying to get everything together so we can have it in one nice, perfect package. We're going to go head over to the Patreon and talk about the Death Squad books and stuff like Rape of Angels and the importance of documentation and why we're so thankful for these items to have to be able to look back at this history that is so important to all of us. So see you over there. Got some great stuff continuing to get lined up for this month. So stay tuned, everybody. Noise never ends.
2: You have been listening to Noise Extra. Noise Extra is brought to you by Chondritic Sound, a home to noise artists for over 20 years, by Verdant Weapons, maker of quality contact microphones and noise devices, and by our Patreon supporters. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash and your support really helps. You can find us on Instagram at noise extra, on the web at noise one E in those, and on Twitter at noise extra, with three A's at the end. Thank you for listening to us and to noise.